I'm Cindy Boxer, and you are listening to the Fiber Artist Podcast, where we chat with artists, makers, and creatives who work with fiber, get to know their stories, how they came upon their fiber practice, and more about the person behind the work. I cannot wait to introduce you to my next guest on the podcast. You probably recognize her work the second you see it posted without even having a glance at the name. Her weavings are full of joyful, bright colors, truly like a celebration of life. We've got Judith Just, whom you might recognize from her Instagram and Etsy shop name, Juju Just. I've been a huge fan of Judith's since the very beginning of my own fiber journey, and I've just been captivated by her work and her sense of color and fun. When she agreed to come on the podcast, which took a little bit of coaxing, I just about peed my pants, for real. So here you go. I hope you love learning more about her. Without further ado, here's Judith. Hi, Judith. Thank you so much. Am I saying your name right? Judith? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Judith from Juju Just. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. I'm seriously so excited to speak with you because I have been following your work for a really long time. Like pretty sure ever since I started my, like when I made my first weaving and started even looking at weavings online, it was like yours were the first ones to come up. And like, I know you've been out there for a little while, so I'm really excited to hear your story. <laughs> So yeah, thank thanks you for having me. Of course. Yeah. I know you were a little bit concerned about your accent, but I can't even really hear it. I think you'll be <laughs> fine. <laughs> so, okay. So let's, let's go way back. Let's start with the, ba- well, no, let's start with the basics first. Um, where are you from and where are you living now? And just tell me a little bit about what your life looks like right now. Okay. I'm from Barcelona, Spain, and I've been living in, in Asheville, North Carolina for the last almost five years. And um, huh, I dedicate absolutely only to weaving. Mm-hmm. Like I started right when I finished school. I was in textile school for three years. Where did you go to textile school? In Barcelona. Oh, okay. It was uh, it's called Masana. Mm-hmm. It's called Masana. But I didn't really do tapestries there. I specialized in embroidery and uh, oh. and and weaving, weaving on on a on a harness loom. Okay. On a, yeah. Like the like a floor, is that like a floor loom? The yeah. Bi- the big like ones, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. And what brought uh, what brought you to Asheville? My husband is American. I met him back there in Barcelona. Okay. He was an English teacher there. And uh, yeah, we were kind of, we came one time, one summer, and we fell in love with Asheville. He's kind of close from Asheville. Mm-hmm. And we decided to move. Yeah. Kind of, okay, yeah, let's move. So when I, fin- when, when I finished school, we came here, yeah, and we love it. Awesome. Yeah, so you were yeah. you were actually still in school when you met him in Barcelona, yeah. and then yeah. when you graduated, you decided to move to the states. Mm-hmm. So yeah. how is it? Like, I know it's very very different. So how uh, do you like it? Do you like it here? <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I always think like I always get asked like, um, would you be able to do that? I mean, back in Spain, and I, I don't think so at all. No, don't you don't think so. think so. Why not? People don't appreciate craft there, I will say, but mm. or also I don't know. It's it's different. Um, I, I I don't know. I don't think it's that it, as easy, you know. Right. To, yeah, to live with like here, people appreciate craft and art, you no, know, right. and. Uh, are interested in purchasing it. Yeah. It's so interesting. I would think for some reason, I would think like in Europe, there would be a large appreciation for it. Um, just from like an, I guess yeah. from a traditional standpoint, maybe this is like a more modernized type of or a version of it. So maybe not so much, but I don't know why I always just kind of assume that. And I always assume in Europe, they're like ahead of us. 
style-wise. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I guess you disagree. <laughs> you, if you guys are not watching, if you're just listening and not watching this video, you're going to see that she's looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> anyway, so, okay. So you told me earlier that you just moved to the States five years ago. Um, mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit. I mean, I guess since you went to school for textiles, you've been working with fibers for a while. So tell me like a little bit about your childhood and, and how you sort of came up to um, discovering and even getting interested in embroidery and then weaving and then now your 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 weavings that you make today. Yes. Yeah, so my mom was always crafting, like not crafting, sewing. She was mm-hmm. always doing dresses and, and everything, everything crafty, like embroidery too, and but mostly tapestries too. She used to do actually this kind of tapestry right there, you can see. Oh, so. beautiful, yeah. And uh, I actually uh, learned how to weave when I was really, really young, like kind of like a fan to keep me entertained kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I did the tapestry when I was uh, like around 11 or 12. <laughs> this is so oh, awesome. Yeah. You guys need yeah. to actually see this video because she's holding up uh, her very first tapestry that she did. <laughs> and it's an elephant. And it looks like an elephant at a party because there's so many colors, of course. Um, so beautiful, even then at like 11, 12 years old. So cool. So I used to uh, watch my mom all the time weaving and uh, I didn't really like took it, took it up. I took it, took it, uh, started weaving again until I was in fashion school. Mm-hmm. Like first I stayed at fashion school, but uh, I did never finish it. But for one of the projects back there, I uh, did a collection of, uh, kind of bridal dresses with oh, cool. Street Incorporated. Wow. That sounds incredible. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and after then, I kind of retook it on 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 like I would say um, on a free time. Mm-hmm. And and then because I didn't finish fashion, I went into sculpture because I was kind of lost. I didn't know I didn't like fashion at all, so I was kind of mm-hmm. lost. Like okay, let's do something more artistic. Right. And I did sculpture for four years, and I kind of I was always incorporating like wood with textiles or ceramic with textiles, you no know? and. And it made me kind of miss the, the, the textile thing because mm-hmm. fashion, it was more designing. It wasn't like really like sewing or crafting, you know? It was like... Like drawing. More, yeah, drawing. Yeah. Mostly. yeah. And I, I kind of hated it. And uh, I discovered this uh, course, course, this, uh, they say, like, um, it's like a community college, actually. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they did like loom and, and pattern design and embroidery and I it's, don't know. It's almost like a trade school. Kinda, yeah. yeah, almost. Yeah, I don't know the, <clears throat> how you're gonna say it, yeah. and I, I loved it. I loved it badly. Like but in, immediately. My, yeah, my final project actually, I was going for uh, embroidery and jewelry. Mm-hmm. Like I focused on like kind of like starting a business, how will be, and I was going focused on uh, embroidery jewelry. Mm-hmm. But it didn't have any success at all, and it was kind of like trying to uh, get rid of uh, homework from the weaving class. Mm-hmm. That people started asking me like, "Can you make me this bigger or, or other colors?" Or and then was when okay, like let's do more weavings. People are interested in weaving. Oh, that was back in 2012, I think. Okay, so you were still in Barcelona in 2012 then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I moved by the end of 2013. Okay. Yeah, and I was doing that with necklaces, trying to you know make money, no, in all the ways, and uh, and I don't know, it started. No, uh, 
started uh, exploding. It, it grew, the, yeah. the, the, the weaving wave, the weaving wave, the weaving, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it did. Like, uh, it's like we're in a weaving bubble. And it just yeah, keeps right? growing yeah. and growing and My growing. Embroidery, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. when with your embroidery jewelry, was it did you have a similar aesthetic then? Like was it bright and abstract yeah. and lots of beads, lots of weird incorporated stuff like ceramic pieces or yeah, or, yeah. That's interesting. Or, yeah. Do you ever go back to it now? Like do you ever I wish. I wish yeah. I have embroidery hoops, but I kinda it takes so long. To, right. to embroidery now and tapestry is, is, is slow but it's not as low oh is it longer to do embroidery interesting yeah yeah and it's it's small so people don't I feel like they don't appreciate it that much hmm. no I don't even make sense yeah yeah um you know I think I I, I feel like there's a an embroidery wave also happening right yeah. now you know oh yeah I bet I bet and also because you've sort of established yourself as an artist a fiber artist in general, that if you were to offer embro- embroidery pieces, I think people would look at them, you yeah. know, take another second look. If if you wanted to, just saying. <laughs> yeah, I have some. I still have some around yeah. here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I would love to. I would yeah, love to. Definitely. Yeah, it's it's more meditating. No, it's more. I love to. I love to embroidery. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, awesome. It's good for the soul. So how yeah. did you? How do you feel like you developed your uh, your sense of color? Um, and style. I mean, I, like, I guess tell me this. So you went from like that first elephant piece um, that you did when you were very young and then you started doing embroidery and then when you got back into weaving, did was it immediately, did it sort of immediately have this aesthetic or is it something you feel like you developed over time? I think like, I don't know, it was, I always studied art back in school, back in Spain, they make you specialize mm-hmm. on what you want to do, like really, really young. So I always did art. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was always in the arts club and I did a million of uh, chromatic circles mm-hmm. over the years, like a million. And I think it really got down on my retina. Like it's, I don't know. I, I don't know what to say. Like I always get this question. And I don't, I don't know. I guess you're just drawn to color. Color theory class, I guess. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, yeah, because I think more than more than more than a lot of people, I think that you definitely use a lot of really bright colors. Um, yeah, that I feel like are a signature to your to your work, definitely. You know, I don't know. Are you? Do you feel like you're drawn to bright colors in your in your regular life, like in your own home yeah. and in I your clothing? Like, combo combination color combinations like for example i have my stash of threads and like i like imagine like okay i have to make no like i i, re- I have like stashes of like i like how you say i i put together always threads mm-hmm. that i i think that they look good together mm-hmm. no and like save them to make future tapestries like a little obsessed of mixing colors. Yeah, too. and you do yeah. it so you do it so well, and like in a way that I think I don't see often. Like I think there are colors that they tell you in school go together because they're the same value or the same mm-hmm. kind of or the opposites. No, exactly, exactly. But they but that they go together because they're exact opposites or something, you know. But then you somehow find a way to combine surprising ways. I had really good teachers back in when I was in textile school. Mm-hmm. I had a couple of really good uh, color color theory teachers mm-hmm. that they kind of like make us work really hard. Yeah, like so it's I, like. 
Like, I'm thankful for them, actually. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so cool. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, for example, there's one behind you that's like purples and pale, pale pinks and pale peaches, and then you throw in like a neon yellow, which I never would think would work, but it totally works. And I don't know how you like are able to come up with that and make it work. It's it's really interesting. I think it's like that's a, sort of a, a, your particular gift. <laughs> Well, do you ever, um, when you're creating, do you ever, do you ever have to undo your work? Like where you're like, oh, that color definitely doesn't work. Or do you, have you established it and it just works every time? Sometimes when I do customized pieces and they have to be an exact size mm. and exact, exact shapes, but, uh, most of my pieces, I do them like improvising, yeah. like the original of one design, I improvise them. And then it's afterwards if I like it or if I notice that people like them on Instagram or in my shop, I, I recreate them and then I do a bunch of uh, color variations then. Yeah. Like collection, no? Like, yeah. That's yeah. cool. So where did you and or how did you come up, I guess, with um, – how do I describe this? I guess just like – so it's all very abstract and very textural, but you also combine a lot of different – uh, like the volume of each piece is on one tapestry are very different. So you have like lots of fringe and then you have lots of short fringe with your very, very short Ryan. It's like, is there a, was there a process that you went through to sort of discover this for yourself? Create and create and create. No, weave and keep weaving. No, that's, that's, no, that's, I think that's the secret of all. Like keep, keep doing, keep your hands busy all the time. Don't stop, don't stop working. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, definitely. Just keep experimenting, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. It was like a mix of much of like, I, I always like get back to when I'm like out of ideas, I go back to my initial work, no? And mm. no, and try to meet, mix everything up, no? Kind of, yeah. yeah. Like how it would feel to mix the, the old designs and the new designs or no, back with geometric. No, I used to do a bunch more geometrics. Oh, you did? Like where it was less... Because yeah. um, right now they're like the the shapes are more sort of ambiguous. Um, yeah. Yeah. More, more organic, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, what in, in like the, in the in the real world, what inspires you? Like do you get stuck or take cues from nature or architecture or, you know, like what is, what in the real world do you feel like you take inspiration from? A little bit of everything, no? Like a landscape or everyday things, everyday corners in my house even, or I don't know. I get really inspired what I was saying about colors with my stash of threads, mm -hmm. you know? Like, I don't know. There's nothing really specific, you know? Like, just do whatever I feel like. Yeah. Weird it, it, no, I mean, it's not weird at all. I think it literally just comes from inside you, which is really cool. Yeah. And I used to draw a, a, lot, okay. a lot. But, like, I have notebooks of sketchbooks, so it, it kind of resembles a little bit what I used to draw, no? Like, curvy and, like, a lot of dots and triangles. No, I used to do a lot of triangles and, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So, do you, when you were little, did you, so, you know, you grew up with a very creative or slash crafty mom, right? Did My you... sister too used to. She was in, a, in like art at the University of Arts. Mm -hmm. So yeah, she she was she's older than me. So I I grew up like kind of like watching her crafts. Yeah, not doing her homework. At, uh, no, so I think that that helps too. No, yeah, I, I always wanted to do something artistic. Yeah. 
Yeah, it seems like your family was very influential to you developing your artistic side for sure. Yeah. So do you, so you feel like from an early age you kind of knew you wanted to do something artistic versus, I mean, I don't know, whatever else, technical or? Yeah, I was always really bad, like at school, like except arts, arts and math. I always did music when I was little, so with the, uh, how you say, music theory, it helps mm-hmm. with your math. Yeah, definitely. But everything else, I was bad. Like I was, yeah languages and, and chem- chemistry and physics, I was awful. Oh, so I, I was going always to the, no, I was good at the art, so yeah. I, guess I had to go there. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So that's kind of good. It was like very clear to you that you, ha- that you yeah. had a certain talent and interest in one area, which is really good. Yeah. I think sometimes it's hard for people to find that, you know, until like later in life. But you kind of knew for a long time, so that's awesome. <laughs> um, so... Can you think back to a piece that you found to be like the most challenging in your in your last few years? Geomet- um, the metrics too. Like I, I'm, I've been struggling a little bit uh, to have to repeat the same things over and mm. over. You mean it's hard? No. It's hard to create, like recreate work. Is that what you're recreate saying? Some pieces. Yeah. Well, hard. It's boring. Not yeah. Boring. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Uh, now, actually, now I'm kind of like working on uh, creating new stuff. No, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, this last year, my husband's been helping me out with business. Mm-hmm. He's he was studying in grad school, so a couple a month ago he finished uh, grad school. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna it's gonna be a change for me too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're not gonna only survive of of my Etsy shop. Right. So I'm gonna have more free time. Yeah. Well, that's good. So so you're saying like he well so he's not gonna be working. He's not so- gonna be studying anymore. Okay. So I'm okay. gonna be able to be a little more creative. Yeah. Definitely. Wait, so I just wanna make sure I, I'm understanding correctly. So he finished grad school. Is he gonna mm-hmm. be and he's gonna is he going to be helping you with your business? And so you're. He was helping me with my business because he, he couldn't work while he was studying. Okay. You know, so yeah, we, it was our, our main source. Of, okay. Of oh, and now it's not going to be. And now it's not. Okay. Okay. So he's going to be working elsewhere also. So yeah. you'll have more freedom to not just do me. Have you just, so actually, this is, a, this. let's get into the business of it. So up until now, it seems like from what I could understand, like you were, you have your made to order pieces based on, Mm -hmm. based on pieces that are already made. They're up in your Etsy shop, right? Yeah. And so certain designs that people love so much. Yeah. There's like three, four colors that they love. And, and I'm, uh, yeah. And you've just been stuck having like sort of having to recreate those over and over. I I get it. I totally get that stifled feeling because that's how I used to do my macrame pieces. I had like, you know, 10 to 12 designs up on my Etsy. And I would always tell people, I cannot recreate it exactly, but I will, we'll talk about the custom sizing and I understand what style you're going to want. But like to, to exactly recreate it was just, I was like, I, I can't do it. It's not going to happen, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I, I always said like, you're going to get a one of a kind piece because. And people love it. Yeah. I feel like loves like to, not to, well, yeah, pe- some people love to wait and they know that, it's it's in the process, you know, and it's unique. Definitely, yeah. definitely. I, I I make them wait a lot. Some people like yeah. up to two weeks sometimes, and I never I get one person mad only one time. Really? Yeah. 
I'm yeah. su- I'm surprised because you probably told them it was told me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but with yours, yeah, I get it. Like, and the same thing is like I couldn't stray from the shape, the general shape. I couldn't really stray from, and so I didn't feel like I had a lot of freedom to explore even my own practice. So that's awesome. So now you are going to get a chance to create like whole new collections. Is that what you're, is that what you feel like you're going to yeah. be doing? You're moving forward toward? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to go back to embroidery. Like you mm-hmm. were asking. Yeah. I would really like that. Yeah. It comes, it comes to your embroidery. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. So have you started anything yet um, for the sort of new, new launch? I have hoops all over. Okay. I have a couple started and but i never finished them yeah all right well i'm excited to see what happens next yeah (laughs) that'd be really cool um so tell me a little bit about like what you do while you're creating do you listen to anything or watch anything and i do a lot of a lot of music yeah what kind of music everything i love pandora (laughs) yeah pandora or I do playlists on YouTube or, or TV. Yeah. I love watching The Office over and over. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. But more shows too. Nice. Yeah. Um, so can you tell me about any sort of, do you have any like routines or habits in your life that you, that are like non-negotiables that help you get into the creative mood or just help you get inspired? I try to, but it's hard having routine, no? Like I work at home, it's in the basement of my house. So it's really hard sometimes, no? Like it's easy to skate, no? Your mm-hmm. your duties or, 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 or work too much, no? Uh, my husband always gets mad at me that I work too much, no? Like I don't really disconnect ever, yeah. no? Yeah. And how often do you spend working on commissions and, and just and your, your art? Like in I a day, know. I guess. In a day, yeah. uh, I don't know. Oh, a day almost. No, I try to have weekends free though, and I, I love to walk. The, the only thing that I I love to do is walking my dog in the morning. Kind of like makes me get out of the house and no, and kind of like start with more no, with more energy. I guess yeah, right. because there's some days I, I don't get out of the house. No, yeah, no. I feel the same way. Yeah. 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 Dogs are good for that, though. <laughs> they make yeah. you. They yeah, make you like <laughs> go and see the world a little bit. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that's so yeah. that's a routine. I mean, that is definitely like one of those routines. I think that probably centers you in the morning, and like you know, it's something you have to do every day, and it yeah, and it gets you out there to breathe the fresh air. Yeah, she she gets mad sometimes. It gets dark, and my dog comes and like tries to get me out. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. She keeps you accountable. Yeah. 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 So um, I guess tell me about, okay, so I I sort of told you my experience with discovering your art was like back in 20, I think I started around 2014, 2015. So it was a bit, you know, a few years after you'd already launched your business. When you first started your Etsy shop, did it just like? Do you feel like it took off right away? And did you do anything in particular as far as marketing or um, getting yourself out there that helped you grow? I actually started with Etsy uh, doing bags. I used to do markets back in Spain, back in Barcelona. I used oh. to do uh, handbags, okay, like vintage fabrics and necklaces, visit necklaces too. Mm-hmm. And that's how I started Etsy. It was actually when I moved to the U.S. that in 2013 that I started Instagram. But okay. Etsy I started like 2010, I think. Okay. Yeah. 
I've been yeah, it's been a while. I've been on Etsy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, always like trying to sell stuff. I guess. Yeah. So your was shop was that the answer? Oh yeah. So you're so you launched your shop with with bags, and then you transitioned into fiber art. I'm yeah. assuming, yeah. So I guess what I was asking is because when I when I found when I discovered your work, it was like big and all over the place. And like if I googled woven wall hanging, like for inspiration or whatever, it would all your work would would come up. <laughs> Did you even know this? <laughs> yeah. If anybody Googles woven wall hanging, your work is like definitely first page. Um, because it's been work that's been shared by so many people. And like on Pinterest, I think it's just been saved I by actually, so many people. I forgot about it. I used to do Pinterest a lot mm-hmm. at the beginning. I, I, I don't, I, I actually don't use it anymore, Pinterest, but I used, I used to do it a lot. And yeah. I think that Oh, yeah. And Etsy, the community of Etsy has helped me a lot too, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Back when they yeah. had, uh, what were they called? Um, I forgot what they could. They had these groups. I don't know if you used yeah, them. Yeah, the teams. Yeah, the yeah, teams. teams. Yeah. yeah. And I actually through one of these teams that they were saying, like, you have to get into social media. And I didn't have Facebook or anything. It's like, okay, let's try Instagram. No, so maybe saying that for visual content is better Instagram. And I started mm-hmm. back then, 2013. Oh, yeah. So actually, you, you got on Instagram pretty early. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're for sure like an OG weaver. What's OG? OG, OG is like original gangster. What? <laughs> like, like, like old school. Okay. <laughs> like one of the, like one of the godmothers of weaving in the modern, in the modern wave that we're seeing it at today. <laughs> do you even know this? Like, do you know that people see you that way? What? No as way. like as like really one of the one of the first to get out there and to be like to really get discovered big and to have like you have a really um you know because you have such a signature style and really like anybody who scrolls through when they see a work of yours they know it's yours they know yeah. it's a piece you did you know so um I think that like you know for whatever reason I don't know it's timing and obviously because your work is beautiful and stands out um but yeah, no, you're totally definitely considered one of like the the OG weavers. <laughs> I know. I you guys are so funny. She's looking at me like I'm nuts. <laughs> but, yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's been always where I'm from too, in, in Catalonia, in, back in Spain, the region where I'm from in Spain. There's always, it, it's always been a textile uh, place. Yeah. And it's always been like a bunch, there's a bunch of really big uh, tapestry makers. Okay. One is Grau Garriga. Grau Garriga, he's huge. He's okay. he's really important in the tapestry back from the seventies. But when my mother was weaving, there was like a, a kind of like um, a, a seasonal weaving, no? Uh, back in the nineties, eighteen nineties too. So I, I guess I don't know. Like my, my background, where I'm from too, it's always been like really, really tapestry. Right, yeah. right, right, right. No, and yeah. it was in a, in a different way though. I think like um, because it was more in a way it was like a sort of a traditional practice um yeah so did your yeah, mom but- did your mom do like was that her main profession like was she no she did on the free time mm. no no no, and no did she, she sell her work a couple i think she saw a couple one time but 
No, she did like just for, she used to give them away. Mm-hmm. Like she did landscapes and flowers and, and sunset. Yeah. Um, my mom did too. Yeah. My mom did some weavings. And yeah. I was like, I only remember one in the house, but it was like, it was, it was a sunset with like really seventies <laughs> colors, like but, very yeah. um, earth tones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of olive green and like mustard. Definitely very seventies. <laughs> Oh, that's so interesting, though. Um, okay, so let's go back to like now your your business and your practice now, um, and like when you think back to like before you found your fiber art practice, do you feel other than just like being older and more mature? Do you feel somehow different or changed after having found fiber art, or was it just something that's been in you for so long that it's it, it's like a staple? I don't know. Yeah, I think like I don't know. I I always had beds around me, I guess, but I didn't really know how to use them. And Instagram kind of guides me into a direction, no? And what what people, I, I got the direction of what people wanted a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, I don't definitely. Here to say that, like, if people want that, that, you know, like I guess that I will do something different, totally different. If it wasn't for Instagram. Yeah. What do you think you'd be doing? Where do you think you'd be if it it weren't for Instagram? No, like something more, I don't know, something more detailed, not that many. I don't know. Something less colorful, I'll say. Really? Interesting. (laughs) So maybe... More dark. Yeah. I like, I like, like, keys and and dark and like, I always, I used to, some of my first ones, I used to put a bunch of doll parts and teeth and... Oh. I cannot do that anymore. Some people get offended, like, oh, there's an adult eye there, or there's a head. I don't know. That's like, I, so I surprising. Know. It's very surprising That's to hear that. A little bit. Yeah, like, uh, so like you a little bit. Well? Uh, yeah, I, it went out for a second, but I hear you now. Um, so like a little bit gothic, like gothic and dark in. in uh, I do it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Well, maybe I, I that... don't know because I'm here. There's no way of going backwards, no. But well, I don't necessarily think that's moving backwards. It could embroidery. Yeah, it could be moving forward for you for your next yeah. your next phase of Juju Just right. <laughs> now that you're going to have more freedom to create whatever you want, um, yeah, maybe we'll see some darkness come out of it. <laughs> no. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's I don't know. Yeah, it's an interesting question because without social media, I don't know what I'll be doing. Honestly, I have no idea. Like yeah. uh, it had helped me so much, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing without it. I guess. Yeah. No, Instagram community has been absolutely awesome. Yeah. No, I know. I agree. It's uh, yeah. No, it's a weird thing. I, I have no idea what I would be doing either. I'd yeah. probably be back at my old job doing PR and being really bad at it and hating it you know <laughs> yeah it's weird yeah it's also weird yeah i don't know well i i encourage you to do and create whatever you are feeling you is inside you because that could that could propel the next wave of whatever is is going to be part of your story you know um yeah because i think also like if you start to become I don't know. I'm not telling you what to do, but <laughs> you know, it's it's like when people start to become bored of what they're doing, I think it starts to yeah. show. You know. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. That, 
that's how I'm feeling a yeah. little bit. I actually got a couple. I, I got it a couple months ago. I got the tafting gun. You got the what? Tafting gun. Oh yeah, yeah. Tafting gun. Yeah, and it and yeah, I haven't been able to get on my hands onto it yet. But yeah, once I, I get rid of orders and yeah, I can wait to mix it all up. No. Yeah, definitely. And in tapestries and yeah, everything all together. Yeah, I think that's one of the most important things. Is like. Um, what was for me, I felt like I got, I like couldn't make macrame anymore for a while. And I think it's just because I look, because of my position now, I look at so much of it. And so I was like, I felt like I couldn't create anything new and I couldn't, um, I don't know. You just asked creatively or? Kind of. Yeah. I just felt like I wasn't sure if I could do anything. Like I wanted to, I always want to top myself. Like I want to do better than the last one I did. And then, but I was looking at so much of it. I was like, there's so much talent out there. (laughs) You know, like I was like, oh, just let them do it. Everyone else is doing an amazing job. So, and, and it's faster now, like, because there's so many more resources on how to learn. Yeah. Uh, Like weaving and macrame. I think the, the talent, um, is really good, really fast when it used to be like something that you developed over years, um, you know. It yeah, just, but practice and practice. No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Just yeah. keep your hands busy, you know. That's, I don't know. Yeah. I think that's the best. Just don't quit. Just keep creating, no? And yeah. No, yeah. you're going to do a lot of bad stuff to get, no? <laughs> it's true. But, yeah, yeah so, so over the winter, I, uh, I picked up, I like, I learned how to crochet and I learned how to knit and I was like, maybe if I play with these other crafts, uh, you know, something inspirational will come out of it. So, yeah, no, I think that's definitely like something you have to do to stay creative. Yeah. You know? Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always busy. Yeah. So how many, how many uh, commissions do you usually have like in your queue waiting to go? And are you going to? many. Not, not too many? <laughs> Because I, I posted uh, something that I was saying that I was going to close my shop. So it was a major freak out. And I have too many. I have over two numbers. Oh, really? So, oh, you're saying you have a lot in your queue right now. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But it's going to be the last ones for a long while. So I, I, I will enjoy making them a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm going to practically, but I'm just going to do more. I want to do two small pieces. People mm-hmm. always ask me, like, can you do more affordable stuff? No, oh, like, yeah. so working on small pieces. Smaller pieces. Oh, that's interesting. I'm such a, like, I love large scale. So I'm always like, go bigger, go yeah. bigger. But yeah, yeah right. obviously yeah. those are going to be way pricey. But, you know, yeah. I love big work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, so much better. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, I guess it's kind of like the the meat of the podcast. So I just have a few like random questions. I have nothing to do with fiber art. Um, okay. So if you, no, let's see. What is one of the things on your bucket list? Going to Mexico. Going to Mexico. And you haven't been to Mexico? No, I want to go to Mexico really bad. And uh, Japan. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, and if you had one free hour a day, what would you do with it? Try to get out outside more. <laughs> Socialize a little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's so easy to just like get lost in your work and get lost yeah. in the house. Um, but yeah, you definitely get, we, we all definitely, we all definitely need to get out more. <laughs> yeah. Or sleep. Yeah. Or sleep. Oh, for sure. Um, if you were a color, what color would you be? 
uh, orange, blue. I don't know, orange, blue, and black. I don't know. <laughs> orange, blue, and black. Awesome. Um, if you had a time machine, and what point in the past or future would you want to visit? Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Sixty. Yeah. The nineteen sixties. The nineteen sixties. Yeah, that's awesome. Why? I don't know. All the music revolution. No, I don't know. I'm going to concerts. Oh yeah. Uh, that would have been really fun. Yeah. I always think the 70s would be awesome. Like, it's like free love and <laughs> it just, like, yeah, right. you know, Probably, I don't know. Yeah. I just imagine it being, like, really fun and debaucherous. <laughs> um, okay, last question. What is your current favorite Instagram account? And it doesn't have to be fiber-related, but just something that you maybe find inspirational or just that you like um, that we should all be following. I like Accounts that like compilate a bunch of artistic stuff. No, mm. there's one that I don't know the name. She's called Sophie. Sophie. Let me check. Okay. It's a girl that compilates a bunch. Of, it's only black and white. I think she mm. she compilates artwork of different people. I'm gonna find it. Sophie. Sophie M. Gunol. Oh, I don't think I found her. Let's see. Uh, Sophie. It's backwards, no? No, it's right. Gunol. So- Sophie Gunol. G-U-N-N-O-L, I think. Oh, cool. I have to follow her. Yeah, I love the compilation that she does, textiles and sculpture and and pictorial stuff. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, thank it's you. Really I'm, yeah, I'm definitely going to follow Cool. I love discovering new people. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining yeah, me on the podcast you, today. Um, I really appreciate it. And I think, you know, everybody's going to be looking forward to seeing what you do next when you have more freedom to create, like, what's in your mind. So, awesome. Yeah, I can wait. Yeah, I can wait. <laughs> Thanks so Bye. much. Thank I will, you soon. I will talk to you soon. Check the show notes of each episode to get the website and Instagram for each of the fiber artists I speak with. Be sure to give them a follow. And you can view video from this podcast on naromastudio.com slash the fiber artist podcast. If you enjoy the fiber artist podcast, go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you for listening.